Nung bata din ba kayo, panakot din sa inyo nung magulang niyo yung Sige ka, gawin mo pa yan. Ipapahuli kita sa pulis. Seriously, laging may ganyang threat para sundan mo yung gusto nila. Para kainin yung ampalaya sa plato, para i-memorize mo yung speech para sa klase mo, para hindi ka late umuwi from patentero. Lahat niyan, pag hindi mo sinundan, ipapahuli ka daw nila sa pulis. Sa panahon natin ngayon to, hindi na malayong manghuli talaga ang mga pulis para sa ganyang kabababaw na mga bagay. In fact, sa panahon ngayon, may mga balita ng pagdetain sa simpleng pag-post ng bagay sa internet or sa simpleng pagsasalita lang ng opinion sa social media. This is Attorney Isabel Ko, and this is episode 10, our last episode of Ang Attorney Ko. This is a legal podcast where we talk about legal basics with less jargon. Even though our topic for today is on the freedom of speech, our standard caveat still applies, okay? My opinions are based on facts presented, and the advice given may change since the circumstances may not be the same. Naalala nyo ba kapag nanunod kayo ng TV? Diba may parang ganyang disclaimer din? The views and opinions expressed by the hosts do not state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions, and insinuations made by the host or guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. Sound familiar? These are actually mentioned to avoid lawsuit. So pati yung caveat ko kanina, it's mentioned to avoid lawsuit. Bakit natin need ng caveats at disclaimers kung meron namang freedom of speech? And ano ba itong freedom of speech na ito? In our 1987 constitution, we have such a thing called the Bill of Rights. Yang Bill of Rights, hindi basta-basta lang yan. Those rights enshrined in our constitution covers everything from our right to freedom of speech, freedom of religion, to right to counsel, and right against self-incrimination. Yan kumbaga ang list of basic rights we have as Filipino people. Sabi sa Bill of Rights, No law shall be passed abridging the freedom of speech, of expression, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances. This right to free speech is found simula pa nung panahon ng mga Espanyol. The Malolos Constitution of 1899 had similar wording, wherein Filipinos shall not be denied the right to freely express their ideas and opinions. It's also present nung time ng mga Amerikano, as seen in the Philippine Organic Act ng 1902 at Jones Law ng 1916. Even under nung Japanese occupation, our right to free speech can be found in the 1943 Constitution. Consistent siyang present kasi ganyan siya ka-importante. Ang question lang dito is, of course, depending on who is in power, iba yung implementation niyan. Like unwari, nung Japanese period, if you spoke against their emperor or even just spoke in front of them actually, hindi mo naman may invoke basta-basta itong freedom of speech. Kahit nakasulat siya dun sa 1943 Constitution. Sa panahon naman ngayon, we can freely voice out our frustration sa madaming bagay. Hindi lang to our friends, 
but also online. Makikita natin doon ang dami nagpo-post from matalinhaga to yung mga mema lang, yung tipong may masabi lang, di ba? Kilala nyo ba si Doc Adam? I follow him on YouTube and Facebook. He's a medical practitioner and his shtick is to identify and correct inaccurate medical information floating online. He tries to shed light on possible scams and tries to point people to the right direction medically. Unfortunately, some of the people spreading the inaccurate information have decided to sue him or at least attempt to sue him. Kasi nga naman, opinion nila yun. Who is this Doc Adam person to say otherwise? Hindi ko alam yung full details ng case niya, but there are two very relevant questions here. Is a person like Doc Adam covered under his right to freedom of speech when he gives his opinion on medical matters? And what about those who were spreading the inaccurate information? Protected din ba sila ng freedom of speech? It is important to highlight now that the freedom of speech is not absolute. Meron yan mga limitation. We can be held liable for the consequences of what we say online or otherwise. Ano yung mga limitation nito? Pwede siyang mandatory or when the law says it is limited or pwedeng voluntary or customary. Ano examples ng mandatory limitation? Kunwari, You can't go around and invent stuff about people or create stories about them. Tapos, sasabihin mo that I'm free to express my opinions. I'm covered under the freedom of speech. Hindi pwede yun. Pwede kasi yan maging libel or slander. So under the law, mandatorily limited yung freedom of speech mo sa mga instances tulad nito. Eh what about dun sa voluntary? A simple example would be yung pagsali nyo sa Facebook group. Before you join, there's usually a checkbox saying that you agree to the terms set by the group. So after mo sumali, di ba pwede ka i-mute or even i-kick for things you say or post in the group. This is because since you agreed to these rules upon joining that group, you voluntarily limited your freedom of speech. A popular but mostly unanswered question now on the freedom of speech is in connection with fake news. In the Philippines, we actually have laws concerning fake news. Under Article 154 of the Revised Penal Code, it is criminal for a person to publish false news which may endanger the public order or cause damage to the interest or credit of the state. Also, under the Cybercrime Prevention Act, Pwede ma-prosecute under Article 154 plus dagdag penalty na lang kasi it's online. Isa pang batas concerning fake news that we discussed before is yung dun sa Bayanihan to Heal as One Act, which punishes individuals or groups creating, perpetrating, or spreading false information regarding the COVID-19 crisis on social media and other platforms. All these are aimed towards fake news and all of these regulate our freedom of speech. Question here though, bakit parang wala akong naririnig na kinasuhan dahil nagpost online ng fake news? Or kung meron man, bakit hindi mas laganap e sobrang daming fake news talaga sa internet? Tamad lang ba sila mag-prosecute? Ang sa totoo kasi nito, wala pang definition na binigay 
as to what false or fake news constitutes. This determination is left to the authorities, i.e. yung mga kapulisan. And this is why you see cases being filed left and right against people who merely spoke their minds and not necessarily dahil fake news siya. In fact, kung titignan nyo lang yung mismong site, like yung rules and regulations ng most social media sites such as Facebook, they allow completely false news to be posted without any vetting. In fact, si Mark Zuckerberg, in a recent interview, has said that they will allow politicians to run ads on Facebook even if they include misinformation. So imagine if pwede sa Facebook, for sure laganap yung fake news na yan dito sa Pilipinas. Share lang ako ng mababaw. I follow Ninong Rai on Facebook and YouTube. He's a vlogger na nagpapakita how he cooks things step by step, ingredient by ingredient. Um, okay naman siya. <laughs> Inside joke yun, if nanonood din kayo sa kanya. So anyway, recently, he got called out for posting recipes na hindi accurate or quote-unquote mali yung pagkaluto. Kunwari, yung papaitan daw should not be pre-boiled or yung igado should be cut in strips, not in cubes, etc. He addresses these mistakes by posting the title, Hindi ito papaitan or Hindi ito igado which for me is a gracious way of admitting that he may not have followed the traditional way of cooking it. Kaya para sa akin, I have no problem with Ninong Rai's approach. My issue actually is with the commenters defending the inaccurate recipe. Ano naman daw kung ganun yung pagluto niya? Bakit naman daw nang ko-call out? Halos kapareho naman daw. Bakit pa kikwestiyonin? Gusto tawagin igado eh, bakit ba? Super babaw example to on how people tolerate false information. It's mind-blowing to me na faced with the truth on how things are, people choose to exercise their supposed freedom of speech and voice out an opinion. Talo na ko saglit sa mas seryoso, more than just recipes. Yung mga tinatawag na anti-vaxxers or flat earthers or yung mga tao na hindi naniniwala na totoo yung vaccine or hindi naniniwala na bilog yung mundo. These are people who even in the face of reality and science are somehow allowed a platform on soft spaces like social media, which allows them to influence other people who probably don't know any better. I firmly believe na hindi ito kasama sa free speech. One plus one would always equal two. Hindi yan a matter of opinion. It is a matter of fact. Uulitin ko lang for emphasis. Freedom of speech is not absolute. Alam ko na wala pang definition ang fake news and that our freedom of speech would not be limited by this since masyado pang vague kung ano bang fake news. Pero apart from the limitations I discussed earlier, I truly believe that like drinking alcohol, the right to free speech must be exercised responsibly. Hindi pwede yung salita lang for the sake of may masabi. Dapat sana may kasamang konting panunuri at pag-intindi na hindi lang naman tayo ang gumagalaw sa mundo. This right to free speech given to us should be used with understanding that we are responsible not only for ourselves but everyone else will hear and might be influenced with what we say. 
If you have questions or just want to reach me, you may contact me at attorneyco at cutprintproductions.com That's A-T-T-Y-C-O at cutprintproductions.com or at 0915-109-3088 Isa lang before I sign off. Thanks so much for listening and being with me for these past 10 episodes. I super appreciate your support and just want to tell you that it has been a blast spending time with you guys. Kaya sobrang salamat and I'll see you when I see you. This is Attorney Ko, ang attorney mo, at attorney natin lahat. Bye!